Previously on Champions of the Earth. As you all show up at school, you see that the football field has been cordoned off the center of it. Because, as you recall, jutting up out of the center of the football field <laughs> is a massive spire of quartz <laughs> and gold. Uh, Hux is late to lunch <laughs> because Hux has been to the library. I was looking for books on like spiritualism and meditation and um, basically only managed to find the Tao of Pooh. He came all the way over here to try and convince me to go to this little club meeting. I, I just throw over my shoulder. You want the good cover? Tell them I asked you to that dance, and then I'm Greek and I don't know how these dances work. Hey, uh, what are you gonna do about uh, homecoming? I don't know. That's right, you're homeschooled, so you don't know. Uh, you know, it's fun. I'll and go with you. Martha's heart fucking stops. Do, do you wanna go with me? Uh, uh yeah, I, 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 um, um. Yeah, I've been um, I've been thinking. I cost a gun. He kept uh, he kept calling us something. Kind of stuck with me. I think uh, teenagers. Uh, champions. Champions. The more we pretend like this isn't a thing, the more easily they're going to kill us when they come back. If they come back. When they come back. We'll we'll workshop it. Yeah. All right. Um, are you sitting or leaving or? I was getting ready to leave. Okay, I, as you're like fiddling with your backpack, I just go and sit next to you and I just wanna sort of like, I'm really sorry I didn't heal you. Oh, no, I don't, I don't think that, that you were gonna be able to do that or maybe you did because I got better. Like we don't know anything, we don't know how any of this stuff works, maybe it was you. Olive smiles at that and then just like gives you a side hug. And, and then it's just like, glad you're back. Uh, Olive, did you want to look at the yearbooks? Yeah. And she gets up and, and bye guys. He literally like doesn't look. <laughs> he cool. does a little hand thing. Cool, so just Martha, yeah. And you two exit to the yearbook section of the library. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm doing What's this. What's gonna go down? So, Mel, Mel stands up and heads towards Nico and very casually like clocks uh, Olive just to make sure that she's still kind of aware of what's going on a little bit. Nico's getting up to um, to talk to Hux, uh, but as he but as this happens, obviously he stops and like sees her. And so she uh, Mel puts her hand on uh, Nico's shoulder right at like the base of the of his neck and like leans over a little bit and like puts her hair over one sh the, the other shoulder and I'm gonna um I'm gonna spend five power points for a confirm so this is an instant yes <gasps> oh you're confirming whatever's okay yeah wild do I wait do I, okay okay <laughs> all right yeah interesting interesting 
Well, it's, it's, a, it's a confirmed success. I still get a defense against this, presumably. I mean, it's a conf she's confirming a success, which is a success. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, uh, you remember what you uh, told me earlier about the excuse I could make for talking to you at lunch? Yes. Yeah. Well, how about we don't make it an excuse? Uh, Do you want to come with me to the homecoming dance? I mean, dances are uh, super uh, lame and like conformist and- um, I don't imagine we'll be doing a lot of dancing. Yeah, all right. Cool. No need to pick me up, that's archaic. I'll just meet you there at eight. Cool. She just walks out the door. And Nico is for one moment, like high level teenage boy horny. <laughs> and then immediately anxiety he didn't know is there suddenly there. Uh, and it's all very complicated for him. Um, and he walks up to Hux almost in a fugue state. And he's, his eyes are literally just on Mel walking away. How are your pants doing? <laughs> Roll tight. <laughs> um, <laughs> And, uh, Holy shit. and he. I had to ask. I'm sorry. Uh, I had to. And he and he walks. He walks up to Hux and he puts his hand on Hux's shoulder. Yo, man, I need to play some music. You want to go like play some music? Yeah, yeah, that sounds fine. Let's let's yeah, let's let's get out of here. You 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 ever uh, you ever sing in a band? No, no, just in the car. That's cool. I'm gonna teach you how to do it. Uh, uh, you ever, you ever like growl? You ever like you, you like? Rawr! You ever do that? Hold on. <clears throat> oh fuck yeah, metal man! This is gonna be kick ass. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go right now. All Let's right, go right yeah. now. Okay. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, and we head for my garage. Yeah, at the growling, <laughs> do we hear all this growling? <laughs> uh, you hear the growling, and okay. then you see Nico and Hux just race out of the library. Olive just watches them, mm -hmm. and then, do we have the book? Let's get started. Um, she digs in her backpack and pulls out a notebook and starts sketching, <laughs> like basically a forensic sketch of what she remembers this kid looked like. Oh, Martha is all about this crime drama. <laughs> she's like, oh. Yeah. She was kind of pointy. Okay, and okay. She's like, <laughs> and she's like flipping through the yearbooks and she's like pulled out like four, like just in case someone's like grown or changed, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As you're digging through the yearbooks, um, you were looking for, if you recall, a particularly like kind of like delicately featured, I believe it was Bieber-esque. Bieber-esque. Um, handsome young man. You find three potentials. None of them are exactly right, but then again, it was a crazy day. You find a Keegan Buckingham, a Sean Bouchard, and you find a, an Esmond Chong. Any one of them could be the one you're looking for. What was Sean's last name again? Bouchard. Very elegant. All right, well, I think we can just kind of tackle it as we go. Um, I can maybe see about getting their schedules so we can zero in on that nice and neat. We'll walk you by, we'll scope out the scene. If you get a good gut feeling off of them, we could just maybe ask a question or two. If they, or if they look nervous at seeing you. Yeah, if they see me and like they run, then we know. Yes, exactly. Martha, you actually have class with Keegan. Yeah, okay, perfect. 
I can zero in on Keegan, but I think you're the best bet at rattling them. So we're just gonna have to pick out, like during the week, we'll pick out times to kind of like do walk-bys when their classes are and we'll figure it out. Okay. Cool. Olive's just really excited that she has continued plans with these friends throughout the <laughs> week right now. Oh, and um, uh, well, if we're going as friends um, to, 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 to the dance. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you want to come over and maybe we can look through my mom's chest of old clothes and, and maybe pick something? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. You oh. can sleep over too if it gets late. Uh, yeah. Um, a, a, a sleepover. Yeah, that would. That, yeah. I mean, uh, yes. Um, yes, I've I would like to have a sleepover. Before. I've always wanted to. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Um, yeah. Yes. Let's do that. Um, fun. Uh, oh, okay. Actually, you know what? Um, we should also see, make sure. Hux is someone to go with the, to the dance too. Yeah, we can invite him. He can come with us. Yeah, we could take both of us. Yeah. Okay, good. That way, everyone is covered. Perfect. Excellent. Well, we'll have to ask him. Make sure he's okay with it. Okay. Cool. But yes, sleepover. Maybe tomorrow. Okay. 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 And as you both exit the library going different directions, obviously, of course, the evening rolls in. We pull out of Beach Bay High and lens in on the other side of town. A lot of trailer parks, a lot of less loved homes. And this is where we find the home of Nico. Now, Hux, you have certainly never been to this side of town. No, I have not. You, um, you're new in town, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my parents have, my parents have, uh, my parents have had the house here for a while, but uh, we haven't, we haven't lived here uh, too long. So, yes, let's just, yeah, new in town. Nice. Uh, yeah, down here, uh, it's funny, they, um, they call this place the Heights. It's not, um, it's not really an accurate name, uh, but, uh, lived in this kind of place in a lot of different cities. It's, uh, you know, it's not fancy, but, uh, the people are actually pretty nice. Uh, good, like, parties, if you like, that kind of thing. I do, I do. I, you, know, you know, I love a good party. Uh, you know, my family... It wasn't always like this. Uh, I maybe liked them better before, to be perfectly honest. What do you uh, mean before? Oh, like before we got like, like all the money and all the bullshit, more or less. Oh, well, you weren't born rich, man. No, no. My dad, uh, uh, my my dad did uh, my dad did real estate, kind of. Um, like uh, you know, he had some friends like maybe like a decade ago who got him into like buying up mortgages and things like that. And, uh, dude, this is straight up the most boring story I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, no, it is. It life. is. It is super boring, as it turns out. Uh, I don't understand any of it either. But yeah, we like we yeah. made a lot of money, I guess. But uh, and like my dad and my mom like changed a little bit, lost some of their chill. Uh, but uh, yeah, moms yeah. and dads do that, man. And um, they fuck money, right? Yeah, 
yeah, I think that's a thing that my dad said, or I want to fuck the money. I care. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fuck the money. We can make that into a song, dude. We're gonna do that. That's gonna be the name of our album. We want to fuck the money. Look, uh, just a couple of ground rules before we go to my house, all right? Just okay. like a couple of things. Sure my dad thing. tries to talk to you, just like don't do it. My dad tries to feed you, take the food, or otherwise he will not like let you go. Uh, I apologize, it's probably gonna be Domas, it's like all he ever makes. Cool. Uh, it's gonna look weird, but just like eat it. Um, and uh, yeah, when we, uh, when we go in, we're just gonna make a beeline for the garage. Once we're in the garage, no one fucks with us. Uh, my buddy Taki's gonna come over, we're gonna hang out, we're gonna play some songs. He's a totally cool dude. Uh, just like don't talk about like you know uh, any champion stuff around them because I'm not really nah, sure he'd like get it. I don't want to do that anyway. Cool. Uh, ground rules. Five by five on all that. Right on, man. And hey, um, can, I, can I ask you a question? Sure thing. Yo, what's your read on Mel, man? I think she's surprisingly cool. Once you get to maybe like, I just have this sense that uh, the more you talk to her, uh, the more interesting she might be. That's my, that's, my, that's my feel. I got this book that's been like helping me quite a bit. I'm not gonna like bore you with any of the details right now, but uh, cause I haven't like really gotten to the chapter about you or like yet, but. Chapter about me? Yeah, I think I have a feel you're sort of a tigger. Uh, but I don't know what that means. I'm a means. trigger? A tigger, a tigger. Don't worry about it right now. Uh, I, I, I haven't gotten to that chapter yet, so I'll have to, like, I don't know, I'll have to get back to you on it. Yeah, all right, dude. Look, I uh, think I might be a little scared of her, bro. No, really? Oh, no, actually, I, I, I feel that. Uh, I'm scared of most of you guys at some point, but. Nikolai, who's your tiny friend? Oh, yo, what up, Dad? Oh, cool. Hey, you remember? What up, what up, what up? Yeah, yeah, you remember what I said about my friend, my friend Hawks, the one that was in the hospital? Yeah, your imaginary friend Hawks. Yeah, these are my imaginary friend Hawks. Hawks, my father, Father Hawks. Yes. My name is Hawks. Uh, thanks for uh, letting me hang out in your, your awesome pad. You, by this point, you would have seen our house, which is straight up just some bullshit somebody made and sold for very little money. Thank you, this is my palace. I can tell that a man's home should be a palace. Absolutely. He is grilling lamb on a barbecue. What is that delicious smell? This is the animal of the gods. It's lamb, would you like some? Or perhaps you're a man of discerning taste. Perhaps you want almost. I will have a little bit of both if that's cool. <laughs> Nico, some people have good appetites. Yeah, Not yeah, like yeah. you, you skinny son of a bitch. Hey, look, uh, just uh, give me some domas when you have it ready. It's fine. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm putting you domas. Yeah, yeah right. now you eat my domas, of course. Uh, Kids today, am I right, Hux? Uh, we're gonna go into the um, into the uh, garage. Uh, Play more of your devil's music. Uh, yeah, you know it. Uh, and we and we Whoa. and uh, and and I, I I ideally see Taki down the way. Taki, Taki, come on, come on, straight oh, down. Oh, good. Thank God that Taki is coming. I'm glad your quality of friends is so elevated. Oh, and Taki kind of wanders like, hi, hi, Nico's dad. And he wanders into the and as you all disappear into the garage to play your your Satan's metal, your Satan's music. We pivot across town to, well, to Martha. So, um, you know, where are all the hippy dippies and happy clappies and news crews hanging out? Uh, 
At the center of town is the prime, primarily is where a bunch of news vans are gathered. Um, all the big networks are there. Everyone wants to know uh, how the town is responding to this dramatic terrorist attack that has struck and shocked this small town American city. There is, however, one van that is not a news van. It's not a black van. It stands out. It stands out, unfortunately. All right, I will, one, write the license plate down. Two, slowly kind of like casually stroll, like have my notebook out, kind of just listening in, bobbing my head, asking people who look too busy to answer if they have a couple questions for the Beach Bay High School newspaper. Like people who would turn me down. No, they, yeah, they just, no time, no Beach Bay High, no, 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 yeah. no, miss, yeah. no. But I want to kind of get close to it and like, essentially just try to absorb what's going on on a low-key level. I don't actually want to be taking any interviews unless I find something like saying something interesting, but I want to be eavesdropping in the interviews, like kind of just like seeming like an incompetent reporter. Why don't you roll for that? Okay. And why don't you roll subterfuge? <laughs> I was about to say, Martin is not good at subterfuge. <laughs> All right. She has zero subterfuge bonus, so. Uh, luckily, as you were trying to not appear to be a reporter, that's okay because the reporters don't necessarily want to talk to you because you are really not looking like a good interview. Yeah, great. So no one really wants that business. But do I hear things? I mean, yes, you hear a lot of people. Um, some people, uh, uh, Miss Jensen down at the corner store, uh, look, I saw it. It was a dramatic, it was a spacecraft. It came down, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Is anyone specifically talking about possibly us fighting, not the mechs, like, but us in the power suits? All right, I'm gonna need a logic check. Maps, she's better at. I'm going to spend some PowerPoints. <laughs> um, so can I do this confirm thing? that Mel did? You can spend confirm, yes. Oh, you are spending your kudos points, mm -hmm. thank you. As you listen surreptitiously to all the conversations, no one saw any individual people. Good. The thing that you most hear is there were five different giant mecha robots mm -hmm. that fused into one giant knight that fought a dragon that was the alien that might be the rapture, it might be the end of the world. It is a whole panoply of different kind of conversations, but no one is really lensed in on one firm fact. Great. And no one asking more than they should know. No pointed questions, no guiding questions. Ah, no one is asking those questions. Good. However, as you're looking around, there is one figure of indeterminate gender. They're kind of in the corner, um, and they are similarly looking at the crowd, and they clock you similarly looking at the crowd. Martha tries to look as innocent as possible, making her look unbelievably suspicious. And she's in a spook. Um, which is exactly what you're not supposed to do. 
And go running? She's not gonna go running, but she's gonna leave. Okay, roll for it. Um, uh, nat 20. Oh, snap from nat 20! No ditches here! Okay. Um, <laughs> as, you, as you spook, you notice that this person does clock you and tries to track you. They try to follow, but they lose you in the crowd and they are not able to follow you. However, they did see you and they probably were interested in talking. Not today. All right, Martha's gonna go home and start working on her paper and then start working on a study guide for Mel. Very considerate of you. <laughs> and just not think oh, about nice. Olive, but like also maybe start like planning florist stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. Contacting local florists, seeing what Definitely flowers are in season. All of, except for all the ways that she's thinking. No, 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 no. What? No. No. And thus, Monday comes to a close. And it's Tuesday. <laughs> Four days until the homecoming dance. Wish we had a name for our fans. Like, Champions Cast. Castaways. I know, I know. Listen, Champions. I, I want it real bad. Lovelies. They, they have to do it. Well. They have to do it. Hmm. This just in, Champions fans. We have a hot new test just for all of you. Help us know what to call you, our lovely listeners. Shall we call you Champions Castaways? Champions Castablancas? I don't know. I'm not good at this. I'm not a word man, but maybe you are. So that is our new Twitter poll. I have just decided. Help us figure out what to call you besides our most favorite people in the world. Okay, wait, let's start this for real now. Hello and welcome to the middle of the episode. Uh, this is episode eight, Intermission, featuring your game master and um, the, ooh, I was just gonna say the man of your dreams, but that's a little presumptuous. Let's just keep it at being friends right for right now, if that's cool with you. Let's, let's get a few more episodes under our belt. Um, hello, and uh, we just wanna talk to you a little bit about what's going on in this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying it. Uh, this is kind of uh, part two of this amazing dance of feelings and teenage emotionality, which uh, I definitely thought this chapter was going to be uh, a high-octane adventure thrill ride, but it turns out that the thrill ride is just a thrill ride of the heart. Um, so I love it. Uh, I guarantee you things are about to get much more dangerous much uh, more soon. But until then, I hope you enjoy our lovely teens doing what teens do best, rip each other apart emotionally. Uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that gets mentioned a few times in this episode that I realize may have been my faux pas uh, in terms of new gameplay mechanics for this chapter. And that is Confirm. Confirm is a, a new ability that all of our characters have that they can deploy for five power points. They can throw down five power points and basically turn any failure into a success or any success into a 
critical success, an advanced success. Uh, the reason that you kind of heard us get a little confused when our sweet and lovely Mel deployed it on the hapless Nico uh, was because I never envisioned it being used in a social scenario, and that totally caught us off guard. But hey, that's what beta tests are for. So thank you, Amanda Powers, for immediately breaking my beautiful little game. Um, beyond that, we have a Jumbotron. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to our friendly, uh, one of our good friends uh, and fellow D&D podcasts, adventure podcast, Plunders and Blunders, a real play D&D podcast where six friends sit around a table, drink, and tell a story of magic, mayhem, and mystery. Together, they weave a tale of a crew of misfits seeking answers, thrills, and revenge. Sometimes epic, sometimes silly, but always an adventure. Um, seriously, I genuinely enjoy uh, Plunders and Blunders. A lot of my good friends are on it, uh, as well as Ms. Gina DeVivo, who is one of their regular cast members. Uh, you can also check out uh, Mr. Jackson Lansing uh, in their episode, The Old City, which is kind of a dark, twisted, macabre adventure. And I highly recommend it. It's actually a really interesting uh, exploration of what happens when a player group is taking things very very seriously, but their DM often takes the piss. Uh, it creates a really fun dynamic that you don't see often in games. So that's Plunders and Blunders. You can find them on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere podcasts are juiced. Uh, I recommend you check it out. Uh, beyond all of that, I think that is pretty much everything that I have to talk to you guys about. Uh, we are coming off of an awesome weekend, so I'm super high energy, so pardon me if this is a little scattered, frenetic, and or uh, anxiety-inducing. I don't mean to freak you out, but know that I love you and think you're wonderful and hope you are having a great day. Uh, feel free to continue listening. I hope you do, uh, but also uh, rate and review us on iTunes and wherever other podcasts are rated and reviewed. Uh, we think you're all amazing and hope you have an adventure. Boring! Your alarm clocks go off. You go to school. I spent my night at the animal shelter at and at home asking people the proper protocols to how to homecoming. Mm. Um, and I've been getting lots and lots and lots of odd and sort of helpful advice. Mm. Now you see that the outside, the, the, the spire, the gilded spire is actually, there's a construction, there's a crane coming in. Everyone is very excited, but you know, in terms oh. of the... I, I, um, I see if I can take some pictures of that, so that'll look great. The paper I have to write to Mr. Tetley about how that gold spike got there. Oh, of course, yes! Audio visual aids in paper? Of course! Wow, how fucking extra, Martha! Damn! Damn. <laughs> okay! Um, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, uh, as we're going in, because I really do not care about getting to class on time, I'm gonna um, walk over to the construction crews, mm. um, and I want to see if I can identify, like, a foreman. Yeah. Hey, what's up, man? Uh... Hey, hey, kid. Hey, hey, man. What are you guys doing with the spike? Well, uh, we're trying to figure out how to excavate it. Seems to be a pretty damn big piece of material. Does it go deeper into the earth as well? <laughs> 
Yeah, hold on. Let me just pick up my, my geoseismic sonar. Uh, let me check this out. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a fucking rock. It's crazy, man. No shit. All right. Well, uh, can I ask you who's paying for you? Just like person to person. I'm just curious, like, the giant spike of gold in the middle of the thing is naturally occurring, but yeah, it's on school property. Like, who's getting that gold, man? Roll for it. Nat 20. Oh, fuck. Wow. Oh. Oh. All right, kid. Like, here's the crazy thing. We did some analysis of this spire. Oh, what, with your fancy geothermal positioning system? All right, yeah, look, all right, all right, all right, fair enough. Look, man, I don't know what this thing is. I don't know where it came from, but this school district is hot to get it up out of the ground and do something with it. So, yeah, we were getting paid by the school district. We're just, I'm just hired to, to pull it up, right? That's all I'm looking to do. Uh, I don't know how we're going to do it. We bid on this job. We said we could do it. I'm about to figure it out. But uh, yeah, we're going to start drilling. We're going to start digging. We're going to get this thing up and get you kids your, uh, your, your beautiful football field right back. I know you kids like the football. Oh, yeah. The pigskins and soccer goals. Homecoming. You guys are uh, coming up against the Northbrook Lions this Friday. Who's our mascot? Who's the Beach Bay High mascot? Mm -hmm. Make it up on the spot. What do you got? It is the Beach Bay. Could it be a bee thing? So we have yeah. a hilarious. No, a bee. Pirates, pirates, bee. pirates, bee. pirates. Like an actual bee. The Beach Bay Bees? Beach Bay Bees. Beach Bay Pirates. Um, Beach Bay Bees. Beach Bay Bees. to raise awareness. They're going extinct. That's our, our logo. Beach Bay Bees. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. All right, all right. You bully your fucking GM. Oh, wait, but that's adorable because our mascot's like a bee that comes around and pretends to sting people. Yeah, it's great. Beach Bay Bees. Bees got a sting, man. We'll, um, we'll look, uh, my name's Nico. I hang out around here a lot. It's nice to meet you, what's your name? Ted. Ted? Nice to meet you, man. Uh, I might uh, swing around, ask you how this is going. I got a, I got an interest in geology. You seem like a kid who uh, has a, a future in manual labor, so if you hear anything else that's uh, kind of going down in this town, I mean, I got a lot of guys who are looking for work, so why don't you go ahead and uh, keep your ears open and, uh, you know, maybe we got a space in the crew for you, too. Yeah, all right, man. Sounds good. And I walk out. Huxley has not gone to school. Huxley called in and hold up saying like you know the car accident start not feeling too great today gonna take the day off like excused absence okay hux hasn't gone to school hux hasn't gone to school <laughs> hux mm -hmm. has decided hux PM is, doesn't look flustered at all it's fine hux has decided to go on a vision quest today oh my gosh he's gone on a long walk to um experience a vision or to like get in touch with um, something achieve some clarity and maybe like understand a little bit better about like what's going on. Mm -hmm. Some of what the reading that he's been doing in the books that he's been doing, he's been so frivolous that he wants to like get in touch with this a little bit more. It's a solo sort of thing that he feels like he has to do, so he's just gonna walk the like 10 miles. Um. And Hux's feet draw him to the glen. Ah. 
Okay. Just naturally, that's where you found yourself. There's the fort. Huxley thinks about like going up to the fort at first. Um, it has been kind of tired. He packed a few things. So he put, um, for emergencies, uh, a couple of cans of Fresca in there just in case, like, you know, a few other supplies. But he has also been sort of doing some reading and understands that maybe part of the vision quest thing is fasting. So he hasn't had any any food or water or anything on this walk and is just like hoping to um, experience something and so decides, yes, go into the fort and like sort of sit, meditate, uh, await, await the vision. And as he sits and waits, his feelings reach out and he feels bigger than himself. He feels amazing, his eyes closed. Hello, Huxley. As he opens his eyes and finds himself within Icosogon's chambers. Uh, okay. Is this a hallucination or am I speaking to the real Icosagon? There is only one Icosagon and he is here. Cool. Says the glowing 20-sided polyhedral, polyhedral <laughs> that hovers in the air in front of you. Well, I guess this counts as a vision. Uh, I come seeking uh, wisdom and enlightenment. That is a worthy goal and a worthy quest. Uh, yes, I seek to, I seek to better understand like, why we still have these powers if the aliens have gone. Uh, what, what are you? What are we? What's going on with my friends? I am older than imagination. Your friends are mere links. I can answer a question for you, but specificity is key. I gather that maybe we weren't the first champions, so I just, I want to know a little bit more about, like, what happened last time. The last time the champions were summoned? Last time the world needed to be defended? Yes, that'll do. Roll for it. Okay. I see. Oh no. That's like only a three. That's okay. This is not the first time your planet has been in danger, nor is it the first time that I have stepped in to lend my power, wisdom, and guidance. So trust me when I tell you that the details are unnecessary. To rely on that which has happened before is only to weaken yourself to what you can do. To this, I will warn you. Stay vigilant, stay ready, and be wary of the dead. And with that, you disappear in a burst and glow of light, arriving back into the glade. Okay, so I want to um, 
do something, but I, I need it to be knowledge just for me. So I'm going to spend five of my power points on a confirm. Okay. Um, and I'm going to, um, everybody in the club got power points. Are you texting me? Uh, hold on. Okay. You spend those power points. Icosogon mm -hmm. is in no way bullshitting you. This was as honest and okay. as authentic as a 20-sided faced elemental being that exists beyond space and time can be. Okay. Firmly confirmed. All right. That's what I wanted to know. Back in school. <laughs> First period, boring. Second period, oh, it sucks. Lunch, once again, everyone assembles. Well, obviously I want to see where everyone is, but I, I would seek out Olive first. Uh, and I would seek out Mel first, so. Uh, I was gonna say that like, Mel is consciously avoiding Nico. Oh shit, really? <laughs> like, wow. Nice, okay, hot. awesome. No, just, cool. Just as, like, oh, no, that's so much better. That's yeah. so much better. Okay, great, yeah. <laughs> In fact, she was actually looking for Huxley before she realized that he wasn't around. It's not that she's looking at you and ditching no, you, totally. it's just that she's like, not staying anywhere. Yeah, totally. So once once Mel couldn't find Huxley, she went. She actually went to find Martha. Holy about, shit! Oh, about, yeah, I went to find Martha. I seem yeah. like we're sitting down by a tree. I know what I'm doing. In which case, ideally, I'm gonna look for her. Great. So who finds who? who yeah. Who's, yeah, Dan, who who's Mel, out in? Yeah, how does, Mel how does, how finds does Martha first. Play? Huh? Okay. Mel finds Martha first. Okay. <laughs> it's like a lot of Martha's got her trace. like kind of like looking kind of jazzed about lunch. Then she sees you. She's like. I had your study guide ready. Oh, what's up, Mel? Hi. Did you want to eat lunch? You gotta stop looking like, reacting like that every time I show up, dude. Okay, no, we're cool, we're cool, I'm cool. Hey, what's up, wanna eat lunch? I just came to talk about that paper. Oh, awesome. She like pulls out five pages of like, things I've learned about the spike. So one thing that you have figured out, Martha, in your analysis of this spike, is that, I mean, just based on, you know, let's use classic iceberg mechanics. Mm -hmm. I've done some math. Yeah, you've done some math. This is a fortune. I've calculated out the gold. Technically, the entire like, school system could pay for all of our college educations. Like, I have an attack plan for like the PTA and the school board. So, I have a question yeah? for you. Yeah. I don't know if this has occurred to you, but you, brought that thing out of the earth. Oh, I am way ahead of you. Obviously we can't touch that one, but yeah, I've got some thoughts on that. I just figured you need to know how to launder money. I mean, it was blackmail yesterday. Why not that today? We're just on a roll. Whoa, whoa, slow. <laughs> Wolf of Beach slow, Bay High. Slow down there, killer. Um, that is not at all what I was thinking, but now that's what I'm thinking. Right? I mean, I'm not into you know, actual crime. Do you know how much Harvard, how much Harvard costs? A lot. I, I believe it. Yeah. This conversation has gone an entirely different direction than I was expecting when I first walked up here. I'm sorry. No apology necessary. I don't honestly have a whole lot of use for bunches of money. Um, I was more just thinking we could make it disappear at night and fuck with everybody. Oh. 
Ah! Uh, imagine the looks on everyone's faces when they came in. We also did damage part of Beach Bay's economy. This is a good way to reinvest. Think too much. Yes, that is true. Listen, no offense. I've had about as much conversation as I can take right now. Can I? Can I just have that study guide? And maybe you wouldn't mind taking a look at it when I'm done writing it. The paper. Here, take the study guide. Um, then I'll see you later. Cool. Thanks. And then I leave. And across the quad. Um, Olive has her little packed bento box lunch full of veggies. Uh, and she's scanning the thing. She's scanning the thing talking to herself. Cool. Looking. So's Nico and makes eye contact for the first time since the fucking microfiche room. Okay. When you make eye contact, just ask him, just ask him, just ask him, just ask him. And she waves. And he like plays it really cool. He just nods and I, I, I sit down so I can put the tray down because otherwise I'm literally just standing there with the tray. Yeah. No, screw it. I'm just standing there with the tray. That's how awkward this is. Hey, Hi. what's up? Um, do you want to meet uh, the tree? I always eat by the tree. Uh, yeah, I like trees. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, right on. Uh, it's cool. Um, I like this tree in particular. It's uh, it's very large, uh, and uh, yeah, there's lots of shade. I really like it. Reminds me of Tree Bird. <laughs> Do you want to go to the dance with me? Martha and I are Martha and I are going together. I thought it'd be fun if maybe you came too. Oh, oh, you're going with Martha? Like 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 a, like a group like a group thing is what you're saying? Um. No, that's cool. Uh, it's. Uh, a, a, uh, a group thing would be cool. I just, um, look, I already, uh, I kind of already told Mel that I go with her. She asked me, uh, yesterday and I, um, you know, I like, I mean, it's Mel, right? So. Uh, yeah, it's Mel. No, I mean. Um. This, Can Martha come crash this cool. party now? Oh, please. <laughs> please crash this party. Like, she sees what's going on, and, like, clearly she's like, oh, shit. Um, probably even before Mel leaves, and she's like, see you later. And she, like, books for the tree. Hey, guys! What's going on here? Oh, hey, what up? Hey, hi. Yeah. Uh, not, not much. Um, I was, I, I talked to the uh, construction crew, and uh, they told me that um, the gold is all going to the school board. I thought you might want to know that. Uh, they're, like, they're, they're doing a whole thing uh, with that, so we might want to look into that. They might be kind of shady. And he like, and Nico just like takes a look at, <laughs> takes a look at Martha, takes a look at Olive. Olive's not looking at you. Olive is eating. <laughs> and uh, turns around and looks at Mel, <laughs> who who is like, oh hey Nico, what's up, dude? And he walks back into the cafeteria. <laughs> Mel just shrugs and keeps talking to the person she was talking to. Now Mel life. Martha pulls out of her bag, her lunch bag today, a completely vegan cake cookie. I got this for you. It's raisin. Is that okay? That's my favorite. Oh, good. Good. Cool. So, so to sleep over tonight, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm walking. Yeah. I am. Uh, I've, I've not, I've not, I've not achieved everything that 
Huxley has not achieved everything that Huxley wants to achieve yet. Like since we were at the, the treehouse, Huxley is now retracing the route that we took the night we hit the deer. Like beware the dead, Huxley is curious to see like are the corpses of the things that we smashed still around? Mm. Interesting question. Because you know exactly where they did fall, roughly. Mm -hmm. You can find where they were, but clearly after they fell, they fell apart. Since Huxley looked to the point of the dead, mm -hmm. found that nothing much is here. Is that enough for him? No, no. Um, Huxley is um, is looking for an inner truth or uh, a vision that says what to do next. Icosagon was not uh, everything that he was sort of hoping for in that regard. Not particularly clear. Mm -hmm. um, what Huxley does know is that there is, I mean, the city does have a graveyard. Yeah. No, that, that makes that makes sense and it definitely seems if the vision doesn't happen, uh, Huxley would like to fit in the next time he hangs out with Taki and Nico and thinks a graveyard will be a cool place to have some metal thoughts and th and uh, and feelings. You notice that like 98% of my songs were about graves and, and skeletons yes. and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you make your way. As lunch ends. So Nico's having a lot of really weird feelings and he's really not used to high school drama. He doesn't do this like ever. In fact, he normally stays as far away from this shit as possible. It's why he plays in bands and only makes friends with his bands. So he goes to that table and he sits there with Taki for a second and has like totally normal high school conversation yeah. for like a minute and realizes how vapid all of it is and how bullshit all of it is, and how angry he is about all of it, and how frustrated he is that he's having all these feelings in the fucking first place. And he sees that Mel's still out there. And so he, once again, Tataki goes, you know what, man? I think I'm a piece. And before he even like, and he just like leaves his shit and walks straight to Mel. And he walks right up to you. Wanna get the fuck out of here, turn on our suits and kick some ass? Hell yeah, let's go. And uh, I, I literally want to go to the woods and spar with Mel. Is that what they call it these days? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you follow him out? Thank you. Yeah, because I was about to go over to the lunch table and be like, do you want to get the fuck out of here? I'm sick of school today. <laughs> Great. So you stride out into the woods. It's not I that complicated. I know the perfect place. What's the perfect place? So um, Mel has Mel spends as much time as possible not in her home. Hell yeah. Um, and has found a, just like a very small kind of clearing, like. Nice Glen. Yeah, much better than the one with the fort in it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Less uh, giant 20-sided uh, gods. I like it. Um, so I haven't actually tried to put the suit back on. That's cool. You gotta focus on your element, and uh, you gotta say something that means something to you. Like it could be like, uh, <laughs> you ever read comic books? My little sister does. Yeah, ask her what this means. 
Flame on. And as the energy crackles around you, the flames burning, this time the suit responds directly to you. What does it look like, Nico? Oh yeah! Um, it's, uh, well, so, um, to continue everybody's favorite motif, uh, it animates on as tentacles. Um, it sort of starts at my hands and my feet and wraps upwards until it's like spiraling around uh, my head. Uh, the helmet is, it's sort of a big helmet piece with two big horns that come up off the side and they kind of spiral out at the end of the tentacles, right? They kind of yeah. become like ramp horns. And then the front of it has sort of a, a medieval visor, like it's like a T-bone in the middle that uh, through which I can see. And ideally, it's like kind of fiery. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, the visor itself is the brightest part of the entire uniform. And it's fucking rad. Metal! Uh. See? It's like that. So Mel pretty much only said yes to this so that she could get out of school and like reestablish what she perceives as some lost dominance over the Nico situation. Mm. So I'm just kind of going to staring at him while he's doing this and I'm like, oh, okay. Try it. Uh, what do I have to say again? Like what, Whatever you want, just something that means something to you. She kind of looks at him and like kind of turns her back on him. She doesn't want him to hear what she's saying. And she just goes, I really don't want to like this, but I kind of do. And your fingers start to blossom with a black light. It starts to coil around you and it keys specifically into your imagination of who you want to be. What does it look like? You're gonna ask me this, and I have no good answer for you. Um, uh, I think it makes sense for it to have a little bit more visible protection to it, so that it feels a little bit more like armor. Like we're talking like Mass Effect-esque kind of like pieces that build out in like the chest and like the arms. It's all an iridescent black for the metal parts or the armor parts, as opposed to like the normal black, which is like the bodysuit part. So it's kind of a two-tone black thing. And there's no helmet, there's just a visor, so you can't see the expression on her, on, in her like, Got it. eyes and very well. all black, like, visor domino mask. Yeah, but the hair's out and like the, you know. I have to ask, how sexy is the outfit? Um, so Amanda is no fool and is like, armor has, to, there is no like sexy, you know, boob armor. No. Sorry. Obviously not. Um, but, uh, I'm also, Mel is a teenage girl. She is. Who is only sparring. So it's, it's probably gonna be that like cliche for now, that cliche. Pretty low like, cut armor. Yeah. Maybe like, some like skin openings. It's the difference between, uh, what do you call it? The fucking Wonder Woman Amazons and the Justice League Amazons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it. There is more um, skin than makes sense. Uh, cool, cool. You both armor up. I we're actually standing like we're gonna have a fight. I know, this is mm. awesome. Mm. We're facing mm. off. And as you prepare to face off, we pivot to the other side of town. Where young Martha and Olive are preparing for their night 
on the town. <laughs> um, Night at Olive's house. Well, we also wanted well, to yeah, we check in on right. one of the students. We can mm. do that really quickly. Like, mm -hmm. can we do a flyby on this Keegan guy? Yeah. Yeah. So I, so I meet you at your the class that you yeah. said that you take with him. And then she's like, kind of like she's like at the door, and I kind of like make sure I'm walking near Keegan. Um, when I say, "Oh, hey, Olive," and like I'm standing like as intimidating as she thinks that is, which is just like leaning on the door frame Ooh, next to the the um, lockers and just like waiting, and, and gives you like a her best like Nico like sup head nod towards you to try to and then like eyes straight at Keegan. Right. And so and like I'm watching Keegan and Keegan's expression I'm like trying to like kind of like almost like corner him into like a confrontation with Olive. And he sees the weird kind of like energy between you two. I look back at him and or back at you and just like sort of shrug. She doesn't we're not getting a, a hit off of this. He's just acting strongly like we're trying to move in on him. Oh yeah. He doesn't look nervous, is what I'm saying. Ladies, no, he does not look nervous. He <laughs> looks very psyched. <laughs> Ladies? We're recruiting for the mathletes. Did you want to join? Mathletes? I don't know. Did you need some kind of inspiration? You know what? I feel sufficiently inspired now. Um, thank you. That was inspiring. You're inspiring. Oh, let's go. <laughs> She's <Hi>. like, like. <laughs> and he's like, what? Like, he's like. Like he just, there was two and they were just in his business and he definitely wanted <laughs> to, but then you ran away. And he's like, what? And he's like, but, but I'm Keegan. <laughs> what? And he's confused. Like he is a handsome kid. Yeah, but I've seen his, I've seen his test scores. That's not happening. I turn back <laughs> as you're dragging me away. Is the mathletes really looking for people? I mean, we are, but definitely not Keegan. He didn't seem nervous at all. No, he he didn't seem right. Okay. Um, so did you bring the overnight bag, or did you want to go home first, or you can? I packed. <laughs> she like opens up her locker, and it is like a full duffel bag. She's like, <laughs> I bought um, some board games and um, a few books, and um, yeah, uh, uh, pajamas. She like Martha tries to lean on the locker, but then like forgets that it's open, and so just like goes straight into it. Oh, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just, I, it's been, I haven't, uh, it's been a long time since I had been over to a friend's house. I'm excited. This is the first time I've ever had a friend over. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. I'm glad to be your first friend over. Cool. Okay. Uh, and you head out of the ha of the school towards your Mark's car, yep. and you get ready to go to Olive's house. And across town, Huxley has found himself in the Beach Bay Cemetery. Look, we can romanticize it all we want, but it's just a cemetery. There's not that much there. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to wander up and down, taking a stroll, mm. listening, be, being actually remarkably quiet and um, and still for for Huxley. There's a fresh gravesite. This gives Huxley pause. Mm -hmm. uh, seems to have died recently. There's a lot of uh, footpads. There's a lot of like feet around, like like prints in the in the grass. This was clearly a recent burial. Someone who was was loved by a lot of people. And Huxley, as you're looking at it, when you hear a uh, 
A thump. A thud. From the grave? No, God, no. But from behind you? Oh. Yeah. You whip around, the grass is, is starting to, to, to move. I'm reaching for the fresca. You got the fucking fresca? Why not? No, I said it's in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in the bag. I'm reaching for the fresca just in case. And so. you cannot believe that this is literally happening to you as a hand comes reaching up out of the grave. Yes! Yeah, right, every movie you've ever seen, it's happening now. It's happening to you, Huxley. It's, is it even, are you even afraid? Or are you just excited? I am, I'm very chill and I'm very calm. Mm, about you chill all back. of this, I got my chill back a little bit. It's been a long walk. I've had a lot of time to think. Great, because that grave site fucking rips open <laughs> and a fucking giant corpse comes pulling itself out of the ground. This isn't a goddamn raccoon. This isn't a fucking rabbit or a cat. This is an inside out human being. Oh, it's fucking here. It's crawling up out of the earth. It's jaws distended. A rot, it's fucking daylight. This isn't a hallucination, Huxley. This is really fucking happening. <laughs> to, to Huxley. <laughs> Huxley isn't sure. Um, <laughs> so the GM has told Huxley five times. Because it's been a long walk with no water. Um, so. <laughs> No, no, so Huxley is this, but, so, but yeah. as a result, yeah. Huxley is not phased. This is the vision that as it was meant to be. Oh, you're gonna end up back in the hospital. Huxley coolly pops the top of that fresca and takes a long, hold it, holds up one hand, just like one finger, like just one second, just one second. Takes like a nice, Long hit from that that fresca, keeping his chill. Just one more second, just one more second. You know, somebody yes. pulled this shit on me in Vast and I literally zombified him. God, it's <laughs> closer. No, and triggers the fucking suit. But how? By being, by being chill, by Good. being calm and saying, I got this. Champions of the Earth was created and DM'd by Colin Kelly and produced in audio design by Jesse V. Hill. Featured in the cast were Amanda Powers as Mel, Gina DeVivo as Olive, Jackson Lansing as Nico, Jesse V. Hill as Huxley, and Marcy Campos as Martha. Our original theme music is by Stephen Gizzi. Make sure to like our Facebook page for some exclusive content in the coming weeks, and rate and review us on iTunes. Keep telling your friends, and you can always give us a shout-out using hashtag ChampionsCast on Twitter or on Tumblr. Something unusual is happening at the end of the stream, and we are looking into it. The secret word for the week is steganography.